This is WWJ All Local. Investigation underway after a reported shooting on I-96 between Newburgh Road and Telegraph. WWJ's Rob Mason is live with some details. And, Mike, uh, Michigan State Police dispatchers took two calls late last night from drivers who may have been involved. One driver said he was involved in a road rage incident when the other driver pointed a shotgun at them and then fired. However, the driver didn't want to pursue the situation any further. Shortly after, another person called and said there was a concealed pistol license holder and had fired two shots near Newburgh Road in Livonia. Troopers searched for evidence along the freeway overnight but didn't find any. That investigation is ongoing. There were fortunately no injuries reported. And reporting live, Rob Mason, WWJ News Radio 950. We have a heat wave to end the month of August. Temperatures are going to feel like it's near 100 today. So the National Weather Service has issued a heat advisory for Oakland, Macomb, and Wayne counties until 8 o'clock tonight. Forecasters say the high temperatures could lead to some heat-related illnesses. People should take it easy outside and drink plenty of water. Authorities are also asking people, check on your elderly relatives and neighbors. Some homeowners will be spending this weekend cleaning up from flooding. Two to four inches of rain fell on Metro Detroit yesterday afternoon, flooding freeways, roads, and some basements. The Detroit Water and Sewerage Department will be working through the weekend to help residents who had flooding in their basements. Flooded streets were reported in Dearborn Heights, Garden City, and in Livonia. Several trees were reported down, some falling on cars in Gross Point Farms. It's a morning without lights or air conditioning for a few thousand homeowners in Metro Detroit. DTE Energy is reporting about 4,400 customers remain without power as a result of heavy rain yesterday afternoon. At the height, they were had nearly 30,000 customers without electricity. The largest outages now are in Detroit, near Woodward and Grand Boulevard, in Dearborn, and in Gross Point Farms. A local team could earn a spot in the finals of the Little League World Series if they win today's semifinal round. It won't be easy for Taylor North this afternoon as they clash with a team from Hawaii that beat them 2 to nothing when they met in the quarterfinal round of the World Series earlier this week. After a pretty successful run so far through the Little League World Series that's captured the attention of fans here in the Metro Detroit area, I had a chance to ask Taylor North manager Rick Thorning if this team is the best one he's ever had the chance to coach in his career. Yes, it is. It is. Um, I've had some really, really good teams, you know, with my, my 2019 Junior League team that I took to the World Series, and then um, our team last year that we had at this age with some of these kids on there when they were 11, that team was really, really a special team, but unfortunately, it didn't get a chance to, to partake in anything because of COVID, which was unfortunate, but um, but with this team here, yeah, it's one of the one of the best teams that I've had. If they win today, Taylor North advances to the championship game of the Little League World Series. That'll take place tomorrow afternoon in Williamsport. Tony Ortiz, WWJ News Radio, nine fifty. It appears it was a dispute between teenagers that resulted in a shooting last night that left a young child and a man injured. A two-year-old girl is in critical condition and a man is in temporary serious condition following a shooting on the city's west side in the area of Littlefield and Finkel Friday night. Reportedly, the shooting stems from an argument between teenagers. The little girl's mother says her teenage son got into an argument with two other teens at the home. They later returned and shot up the house. No arrests have been made. Stephanie Davis, WWJ News Radio, 950. 
An investigation is ongoing on the west side of the state. A worker helping with bridge repairs along I-94 was hit by a semi-truck and killed last night. Michigan State Police say the victim was operating a crane on I-94 west of Kalamazoo. The crane was hit. Troopers say the worker tried to jump out of the crane before it was hit, but he died at the scene. The semi-driver had non-life-threatening injuries. The latest numbers from the Michigan Department, uh, Michigan Health Department show a drop in the number of coronavirus cases over the past two days, compared with earlier this week. Nearly 4,000 confirmed cases and 69 deaths were reported Friday. Many of the deaths were from a check of records. The average number of daily cases has been hovering around 2,000 all week. The unions representing instructional staff at Eastern Michigan University say that school is not fully prepared to prevent the spread of COVID-19. The EMU Federation of Teachers and EMU American Association of University Professors takes issue with there not being the same requirements for all students and staff with regard to COVID-19 protocols. Jeremy Prue, a lecturer at EMU and an officer with the EMUFT. What EMU is doing right now is, uh, is a bit of a patchwork of policies that are, that are in place. Uh, so if you're a student on cam- in campus housing or if you're on athletics or if you're in the band or if you're in cheer, and I think there are a few other groups included there, uh, vaccines are, are mandatory with the standard medical and religious exemptions. Uh, if you're a student and you're not involved in any of those things, uh, then you have to be fully vaccinated or be tested weekly. And if you're faculty or staff, then you know, neither vaccines nor testing is required. The instructional unions are calling for a requirement that the campus community get vaccinated or test every 72 hours. Jackie Page, WWJ News Radio 950. For the latest news plus traffic and weather together on the 8s, tune into AM 950. Favorite WWJ on radio.com or ask Alexa to play WWJ News Radio 950.